to innovate, to create something new, introduce novelties, to renew, to recreate. And when it comes to data, innovation becomes an inseparable characteristic. The Internet of Things, the world of technologies driven by artificial intelligence, is a reality today thanks to the ability to innovate. No wonder that many of these changes are promoted by the good ideas of entrepreneurs and startups, innovation drivers by nature. But why is it so? Let's find out. I'm Ruben, and this is the podcast. Last week, startups from all over Europe had the chance to apply and participate in the data challenges promoted by the Hands-On Data Initiative. These challenges, as we had previously announced, are the result of our partnership with established companies founded in Germany's most populated region, the Ruhr area. The idea behind these data challenges is also one of our purposes, to promote a greater interaction between startups and corporations through the use of data as a way to, among other things, drive innovation, which, as a result, may lead to new or improved product, process, service, or even the combination of all of them. To discuss cooperation, innovation and challenges which accompany them, we talk today with Florian Dauba, representative of one of the companies that not only participated in the challenges we promoted previous years, but are also participating this year. Steag. Thank you so much for joining us, Florian. Welcome. Um, as we usually do, I would like to hear from you an introduction about yourself. So please tell us, who are you? Thank you, Ruben, first of all, for having me. Um, yeah, my name is uh, Florian Dauber, and I work for Steag GmbH, which is located yeah, almost all over the world, but the headquarter is located in Essen, where I uh, normally work, um, but at the moment, for sure, um, very often in my home office. Yeah. But nevertheless, what do I do there? Like at the moment, um, I'm a project manager for the upcoming platform for operation and maintenance of renewable assets, which is an AI-based uh, software solution, by the way. Uh, coming out in the beginning of next year. So stay focused and look for Sensaya. Great, yeah. <laughs> Taking this platform here to do some commercial stuff for myself. No, yeah. Um, and furthermore, what do I do at Stierk as well? I'm working for the department called Digital. And our purpose or our goal over, yeah, bringing forward digital solutions is to support our Steag colleagues with um, yeah digital projects, with following um, ideas, bringing them together with yeah startups. That's why we're talking here. And the last thing is, I see myself a little bit as well as a maybe let's say a agile or digital ambassador for the colleagues from Steag or for the company. So I bring this, yeah, this mindset uh, into the Steag I think company. When we, I think when we talk about digital, it, there's always somehow a relationship with innovation as well. It's another thing we, are, we, are, we like to talk about. Um, and um, as you said, 
um, Stärk works together with corporations. Um, I mean, of course, with corporations, but also especially with startups that we are talking, what yep. we're talking about um, today. And I think when um, when you talk about digital innovation startups, um, why do Stärk work in cooperation with startups and how does it lead to innovation? Yeah, Ruben, that's a good point. As um, I was managing two of such projects you were just mentioning so far, and my experience was was quite excellent because what we can what we do is we save resources with regard to time, as most of the time the people from our from corporate are quite busy within their daily routine, right? And to get them out, have a free mind and try to work on yeah, some new ideas is something they won't have time for. And another thing is to have a partner or a startup which has really is quick, which gives you access to fast development. This is uh, an easy and fast way to get it to come to a proof of concept for for some stuff people just were thinking about in our corporate right and yeah another point which really sticks out for me was yeah having like the access to a not a network of of young high motivated uh, um, yeah also creative people mm -hmm. right having the contact to this group of people is have an, um, a benefit that I wanted to mention as well is which helps me change their mindset right I just were talking about this ambassador thing how you can bring this idea this this mindset into into the uh, corporate and the best way by far is if the people can experience it themselves and somehow, change your perspective about the world and also um, go with these um, advancements, so to speak. Hmm. Um, that's actually one of the reasons why we will also want to promote our daily challenges and, how, and why we did it so far. Um, and STAG were part of the like previous data challenges and also this year we're yep. also part of it mm -hmm. um, and when it comes to this the selection of startups what makes a startup be selected to cooperate with uh, big corporations like yours yeah or the one you work for I think what sticks out or what was important for us when choosing the choosing the the startup was their first an impression, right? This is quite normal, but if they tend to be highly motivated, yeah, right, and if they're, I think, being proactive, like, all right, you, this is where you can impress a corporate. It's like, yeah, we have figured out what to do, and we have this idea and this idea, and we felt like they were pushing us, right? Yeah. And that was nice. That was not we, me. Uh, the corporate guys have to ask, yeah. Uh, um, what is the next step? What was the next? We were pushed by them, and that quite so gave us this impression of yeah, moving fastly, right? Like proactivity, assertiveness as well, mm. and also this this motivation, as you said. And one last point, I think, if you, if young people or uh, 
how to say it, it's like if a creative group of people steps up to a corporate and gives us the impression to be highly structured and professional, I think this is um, kind of... Yeah, here you can actually surprise people from a, from a corporate, right? And uh, avoid prejudices. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, would you say that the previous challenges um, that you supervise, so to speak, were successful? And if so, why? Yeah, I think most definitely we were um, very satisfied with the work done. So not only by the people we we. we we get to know by the, um, how you say it, the, the, the group and the whole network okay. we we uh, get into. That was uh, quite good for us, for me as well. Mm. But uh, they ticked all the boxes I just mentioned before. The, the people we worked with, the startup we worked with were like very structured. They were pushing us, they were fast and highly motivated and they came up with new ideas which yeah inspired us as well in so in the end we uh, will work with them uh, yeah even after our challenge um what did these all those startups do well and do you have like tip, um, tips for startups um, especially the ones working with data as like this is um our main goal and our main subject here is to speak about data as well how does these um, startups can cooperate um, in a good way with big corporations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, maybe you could give some tips and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I try to be quite specific here. Yeah. I think right from the beginning, it's important, especially when working with yeah with uh, digital uh, or with data project is to be to make sure to be on the same page, right? That everybody has the same understanding what are the uh, the uh, deliverables here, right? So what was impressive during our last um, challenge is that the people, the startup came up with like must-haves, should-haves, and could-haves, right? And together with um, us, with uh, the Steag guys, we try to make it as uh, clear as possible What is a must-have? What are we expecting here? What is what are nice to have? What are should haves? And during our weekly meetings, we just came up with this, these three columns or slides, and we try to tick the boxes, which like within a Kanban board, which is in progress, which is done, which is still in the backlog, and so we all were always involved or in on track of what is happening and uh, right now during the project i think this helped a lot and this is my advice for startups somehow find um clear ways to show what is necessary what is wanted so just exactly yeah yeah define what is so that there's a common understanding right otherwise there would be a big surprise at the end so communication is key here make sure you have at least weekly meetings Perfect. Um, um, I think like we know that co corporations um, like big companies cannot do everything together. And when we talk about startups working together with um, with those companies or big companies, um, I think it's um, we can always think, yeah, but these 
service or this product could also be given by another big company mm -hmm. or by someone somewhere else um, or someone else. And what's the difference uh, between selecting an usual service provider and a startup? And um, why is it maybe better to work with startups? What are the benefits of it? Yeah, the interesting thing is I have experience with both mm -hmm. ways of working during out my actual platform project. We work with startups, we work with uh, huge companies or corporates as well. So I give you a pro and a con, right? So a pro for working with startups is they're highly flexible. Besides actually the most obvious part that they probably are more yeah. cheap, they're cheaper than working with a, uh, with another big company. But they're more f flexible. They can cope with new ideas uh, much more easy than huge companies who are, yeah, more narrow-minded on their own products, put it like this. Probably right? a, a bit it's, slower as well. Yeah, maybe. they try to convince you, yeah, go, go our way. And like, uh, I think a startup is there. These are prejudices, but this is what I experienced so far. But mm -hmm. I think a corporate is, um, or a startup is, is much more flexible to cope with your needs, yeah. right? And what is what about the cons? Yeah, the con is, it's a, you, uh, there's quite a risk I think mm -hmm. working with a startup, although I haven't um, experienced that risk myself so far, that is, um, you don't know whether the startup will be there a year, maybe a month from now, because, uh, yeah, they might be bought by another company, yeah. they have new ideas and uh, go for another startup. They, I don't know what, uh, due to new projects, ideas or maybe unstable financial conditions, yeah. you, you're taking a risk here for what is, yeah, where the, where the startup might be in the future. Yeah, as always, we always have like pros and cons and yeah. it's also um, relevant to think about this. But we are always thinking about like we usually, uh, not only here in this interview, but we usually when we speak about this um, joint work between corporations, startups, we are always talking about this um, work itself. But are there any benefits for the clients, the, uh, for the people who get the final product or the final service? Mm -hmm. Are there any benefits? Yeah, I think here I can also speak from my own experience because we were working working here on a software product and especially the uh, startup helped us creating the, the front end, the user interface here. And especially have open-minded creative and guys from startups, which probably um, yeah, more like say, or help you bring out a product which is up to date. Let's put it like this, right? And here the uh, consumer or the the end consumer benefits from 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 at the end a product which is which is modern, which is up to date, which is actual, right? And I think. Somehow. Yeah, in the end, you can go. You have you you inspired more. Like you you get new ideas by by people who think probably outside the box, right? Yeah, and somehow the clients from this case, the clients from Stack, also gain a bit with this. You also have like the advantage of 
having a product or a service that somehow is a bit more innovative or a bit more yeah, new somehow. Mm -hmm. I think. And of course, I've mentioned it uh, a lot during our conversation is this, you have a quick and fast idea of what a solution could look like. So, yeah, yeah the pace is yeah, that's, important. That's also an advantage. Well, I think our interview has to end now also due to the time, um, the, due to time as well. Um, but I would like to, uh, to say how much we appreciate having you here. Um, and yeah, thank you so much, Florian, for joining us and for bringing some uh, very interesting insights. I hope we can also join us for other types of um, maybe events and sure. also interviews or whatever. And it's really nice to have this cooperation with you yeah. guys as well. Ruben, it was fun. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to Yeah, actually, thank you guys on supporting us, supporting Stärk. And yeah, I'm looking forward to further work with you. Thank you so much. Yeah, and see you soon. <laughs> Thanks. Unfortunately, the application phase to participate in our data challenges has already closed. But if you're interested in learning more about how these challenges work, please visit our website, handsondata.de. Maybe you and your startup can participate in the challenges that will be launched next year. The entrepreneurs and startups selected to work together with established companies in our region will be announced very soon. And in our channels, social media networks and website, you'll be able to know who was selected besides following these successful partnerships. I think this is a good inspiration, right? All the links to our channels you can find in the description of this episode. The Hotcast is idealized by the Hands-On Data Initiative, or simply HOT as you usually prefer. Our main goal is to unite startups, established companies, enthusiasts and experts to show and leverage the data potential of Germany's largest industry region, the whole area. Thank you so much for joining us.